Welcome to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast. I'm Mike Pilak. I'm a screenwriter and filmmaker who's always looking to maximize my time and potential as I work to break in. In this podcast, I talk to artists of all kinds who have seen success in their fields about their process, habits, and work ethic. Today on the show is Mountainhead. Ben and Kyle Hanna are brothers from Ontario, Canada, and as Mountainhead have quickly gained acclaim in Canada with a top 40 single, and international attention thanks to the Wu-Tang Clan taking notice to their cover of Shimmy Shimmy Ya. Soon they'll be coming to a city near you. A couple quick things before we jump into the episode. I've talked in the past about myself working on breaking into screenwriting. Please check out blackoilfilms.com screenwriting. There you can check out some of the screenplays I've written. I have the first 10 pages of each one uploaded, but feel free to email me at the artist's work ethic podcast at gmail.com and I'd be happy to send you a full script if you're interested in reading. The script I want to highlight today is a feature drama called Stay What You Are. Stay What You Are is about a workaholic, former punk rocker who desperately attempts to relive his rock and roll glory days through his daughter's 10th birthday party while his marriage and career hang in the balance. Last thing before we get into the episode, I would love anyone listening to subscribe, rate, and review the Artist's Work Ethic podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us put the show out there for more people to listen to. All right, guys, thanks for joining me today. Hey, man. Thanks thanks. for having us, Mike. So you guys put out a lot of content, you know, between songs, videos. It seems like you have something coming out every couple of days. Where's where are you pulling that drive and creativity from to stay so consistent? Well, Michael, this has been a long time coming. I don't know if you know about discipline at all, but it, it's really tough to get yourself nice and disciplined up because we want to just F off everywhere. Well, at least that's what I find with myself. So it's taken us a long time, but we've we really have like a pretty good schedule weekly that we follow. And that's like our, our background. So if we're like, I don't know what to do right now. It's like, oh, right here. Right, right. We've got it right here. Well, yeah, that or practice music. Well, that's part of the schedule, yeah, right? But like, uh, the other thing too is because we haven't really had shows. Right. So especially if I look back at like 2019, we had such a tremendous amount of momentum build up. And like, you know, we had all these cool things happen with like the Wu-Tang Clan and sharing our music and our, our singles were doing well. And then we started to sell out a lot of shows and started to play like the, yeah. the big clubs and sell those places out. And, you know, there was at the top of 2019, we played the the Drake Underground in Toronto and it was just jam packed, sold out, bunch of industry there. And we were like, OK, we're just going to we're going to fuck it up. this Ticking year. up like, on the roller coaster. We're going to take, take the game over here. And then uh, we all know what happened about Ooh. a month later. Yeah. So we had to we had to figure out like because, you know, you can't just we couldn't just abandon what we were doing and we had to figure out how to remain irrelevant or just at least show up to to get people to find our music and to keep ourselves occupied yeah that's number one all that's gone it's like well this is life and you have to adapt because you never know what's going to throw at you and and so what kyle said earlier like we 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 get really disciplined on certain things like especially yoga meditation uh all that stuff but all and also like the indian classical music we we study quite a bit so we were always like dialing it in dialing it in and finding where we're like Kyle saying fucking off or slacking off and 
the pandemic was definitely like, okay, we have to make a contra- uh, content train. Well, and, at first, because it was like, well, this might be the end of the world. We're partying it into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that for a while. Now you got to like drag yourself out of the wild party. And like, okay, let's get it on the track again here. We always joke that we're the uh, like the new age rock stars where it's it's rock and roll to take care of yourself. Instead of fucking yourself <laughs> and, uh, up like it used to be. You know, if you're going to responsibly be taking certain substances, responsibly take them. And, uh, you know, a lot of these tools are, are very insightful and becoming very popular for depression, anxiety and all this stuff. So it's it's funny where... No wonder, though, as well. Like It's, it's obvious to me, but yeah, I've it, been in the pit before. Yeah, it's just... Uh, always trying to change the mindset so we don't feel stagnant and we don't start you know breeding mosquitoes and again we have like our our discipline thing what we should do and also our content schedule okay every tuesday we're going to do this it's just to keep us in line and also keep the message clear to the audience so but again this has taken us a long time to like really drill this into us where we're actually doing it not going ah. yeah so do you think the the work ethic comes from uh how you were raised or was it something else in your life that drilled that into you? I mean, I, I think for me, I assume for my own, whatever, whatever my own work ethic is, I'm sure some of it was instilled by my parents, but definitely when I found punk rock at age 16 or whatever, exactly, that was the thing that made me go, Oh, I can do things. I just have to, you just have to do it, you know? Exactly. And that's like the punk thing like that in history. That's like exactly what like the, the everybody was realizing is we'd like, say yeah the, the community's not here for me i gotta build it exactly yeah and that's the cool thing is like realizing that you can have an effect on the world but it's up to you like there's nobody gonna push you or it's like you got to do it and then that that means you got to organize yourself yeah. out of complete chaos it's like okay you need a schedule then it's like you just got to organize yourself into the world you can will yourself through organization into the world yeah. And I mean, a funny thing I've noticed is uh, it seems like, especially in the West here, that everyone's head kind of has this like 180 degree inversion where interiorly, everyone's trying to control things that are out of their control <laughs> right. and not control things they, can, they can control. control. Where it's like if you tick off the things you can control, you're not worried. About you're not going to worry about variables. the things that you can't control, and those things that you can't control are going to be easier to deal with because yeah. you have now put yourself up to another level where you can cope yeah, or you can you're understand using your power properly. Again, like you can just make yourself a good meal. Yeah, <laughs> have a nice shower, cold shower at the end to really just push yourself. Yeah, it's if you're like into Wim Hof, things that you're can control. And I would say, I would say definitely there's a lot of things our parents instilled in us. In Great question, of, by the way, because I never it, really thought of it. In terms of work ethic and like, you know, our parents were really good at uh, letting us be ourselves, but showing us where the line was. And, and if we crossed and, it, it was like, and letting you're us, fucked. Yeah, letting like, us, oh, okay, letting us know, which was cool because we were, you know, free to to do as we please. But there were, again, there was a clear line where you're like, this is not, I wouldn't say inappropriate, but it's like, this is where you don't, this is you, where your boundaries are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I find a lot of people either don't know where that boundary is or they ignore it. And if you ignore your boundary, that's a, it's a negative feedback loop. And people are like, Oh, I just want to be positive. But now you have no boundaries and you're just anxious because it's infinity in front of you. Yeah. It's like a dog. You need that negative. Yeah. The negative isn't bad. It's just the other side of the coin. Yeah. The other thing too, I would say similar to you is like once we, you know, cause our parents were, you know, they followed a more traditional path in life 
And when right, we, we were the first artists to break off of the whole genetic chain here. So that was kind of like, what the that fuck was are these a, guys doing? That was a little bit of a turbulent area, but it's, uh, it, it all turned into smooth sailing afterwards. But it definitely, because the, the music thing became an area where they couldn't really relate to us or help us. And, and uh, of course, work ethics, work ethic. But one thing I found with Kyle and I was like, you know, our dad's a very active person and a very like... Uh, Push, 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 get it done. And like, I can get it done. And like, I can get people to, to help push the boat. But when you start to push in music, you're, you run into some serious issues because push that song. out. Come on. Yeah. You you can't, you can't do that. It's a very, at least for us, it's a very passive way of bringing our music into reality. And it's a passive way of living in order to catch the, the songs that are floating around. Um, so that was interesting and especially with shows and especially like as you're slowly embedding into the industry and you know, you start getting management and agents and all this stuff and you can't just be like, all right, guys, go full blast. Let's go, go. Like you have to, you have to flow with each other, which is really counterintuitive to a lot of the Western mind, the Western mind and all active. Yeah. Yeah. One side of the coins. Like you have a full brain here, not just the left side. (laughs) Yeah. The other side of your brain's like, can I please? I'm just, just trying to make communication with you. Here. Like, <laughs> what I, the hell? No. Nope. Can, can I have a say in this? No. You get out of here. Yeah. A, a recurring theme that I've found in this podcast, and I've talked to other musicians, I've talked to actors, writers, directors, a, a pro wrestler. I mean, I've kind of no way. Awesome. run the gamut. Um, Sick, man. And I think the thing that keeps coming up is that the people who end up successful find ways to do things to set themselves apart from their peers. Exactly. Yes. What's what like sorts of things would you say you've done that, that have helped you progress? There's quite a, quite a few things, quite a few things, but like, this is one where this is how you can like skirt the mind and it's nonsense. Ruminating is like your job is only to show up. You have to show up every day. Regardless of how you feel or what you're thinking, if you show up, this is your hedge against chaos. You you just got to be consistent. It's it's very simple, but very hard at the same time when you go to apply it. And, and we found the more you show up, the more the path, the invisible path will Reveals reveal itself. itself. And, you know, any time where we've been at a breaking point, because, you know, we had a, we still do have a studio, but we ran a studio for a long time before we started just occupying that studio with our time. And it was like... Um, you know, we get asked a lot if like this whole idea of our brand image and sound hit it once, but it was all like a progression. Yeah. A progression. And it all kind of like fit in as we kept like nipping at that thing. Like, what is that? What is that? And it kind of all, it just happens over time. And what I was going to say was anytime we kind of reached a point where it seemed like we were fucked or like things were going to fall apart, some big thing happened to keep like, to be like, yo, keep going. I know it's getting a little bleak here, but like, whether it was, uh, you know, landing a big show or something big happening with the music or whatever it is, like something to be like, yo, you're you're on the right spot. You just got to keep showing up, as Kyle said. Yeah. And you just because then it's all judgment in your head about like we've done this too, like all oh, this gig's going to be shit. And like we took a bunch of weed pills goofing off and then all of a sudden we're setting up the gear and we look up. It's like on the street and there's 250 people in front of us and we're like, oh, fuck what are they here for it's us yeah. oh no we yeah. have to do something why are it's they like looking at us to do the gig and we just get kicked in the ass yeah hard and, and uh, it's funny too that we said it before like that gig is like a pretty 
funny one for us because we've run into so many people in so many places in Ontario. They're like, oh, we saw you guys play that show. And oh, it was unreal. God, no, not that one, really. <laughs> all the places, you know, we played some nice places. We played with some bigger bands. We played some cool shows. But like the one on the street where we had to set up our own fucking PA and do all this nonsense was the one that like seems exactly. to keep recurring. So, we, you know, that was a great lesson in respecting exactly. the gig. It doesn't matter yeah. what we think about it. It's like, don't, who cares what you think or feel about exactly. it? Just do it and show up. Exactly. Nike's telling us. <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned when thing you know when things do get tough that you just keep pushing through and showing up aside from just showing up how how do you feel like you handle the rejections that come with you know the creative oh, business God. this is a good one man because this is you're not getting away from the self-doubt loop of yeah, thinking yeah. like you're gonna get smashed by it all the time the thing i, I would say uh with us is uh we just don't take the industry we don't take that whole thing that serious i i I would but like negative or positive reactions it's like they're again if you're in the center they're the same yeah it's just like staying steady staying yeah staying steady and it's like what i would say is like kyle and i with what we're doing we're pretty comfortable with it so how how someone else takes it is kind of erroneous to us right and that's just again a judgment of a mind that's who knows what's going on with them it's like the judgment thing is not too too high on my importance list yeah again, it's like getting the work done just the work it's and like it, the thing that will never fail you or judge you yeah and i i mean the, the other funny thing especially in the industry with like people it's funny where in the earlier days like some people in the industry have said the same thing to us on opposing times at or on opposing sides at different times in our career so something that they initially said was like Oh, you know, the vocals really aren't soaring out of this song, which is again something we're doing purposely. But then, you know, two years later that song's done well and we're, you know, we're getting radio and we're doing all this thing, and those people are like, Oh, you know, your style, like it's your vocal thing. It's like, oh, okay. So now that right, uh, you just don't someone else to told you it's cool, now you'll say it's cool. It's, it's so we've been we've dealt with that a lot in, in different bands and different aspects of the music business. So like it's just like water under the bridge, like whatever. You, you can I mean, say whatever you want. It sounds like it's, it's, I mean, it's a little bit cliche, but just staying true to your own, you know, your own vision. It's cliche for a reason, man. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's going to try and knock you off a bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone, everyone's trying to get, you know, everyone's trying to get, get to that next level. You know, not everyone can. Exactly. For sure. Exactly, man. And you don't have to pull each other down. So you go up like this is our big, again, we're mammals. So like, it's not a big surprise that we have this pyramid hierarchy going on that like fuck you fuck you it's like again skirt that just stay with yourself and do what you want to do and stick with it yeah fortunately we're at the level now as mammals where we're not all viciously competing for genetics but we still we still we still play out these these genetic games and these alpha bravo omega games going on and again we are mammals but it's still watch the cycle going yeah that's kind of goofy yeah we don't have to go out there in a ring and tear each other apart how important has being a good collaborator been in what you've achieved, whether it's, you know, within yourselves, other musicians, the team that you've assembled around you? Cool, man. Good question there. First and foremost, I would almost say, and I'd say this like a, almost as a joke, but I feel like Kyle and I are the embodiment of collaboration just because we're able to collaborate on such tight levels in all aspects of our lives that like we almost use each other as as like as reflection points to keep each other in on what we're doing because neither yeah. of us can kind of, if, if one of us doesn't show up, then Mountainhead's not a thing, you know? So that, and then having this relationship from us makes it easier as our team grows to stem that collaboration out because yeah. 
we're solid. We're not bickering. We're not really caught up on who's doing what. So I would like to hope that that gets communicated out with everyone we're working yeah. with. And a big, huge thing, especially for the team, and this sounds silly, but I've experienced it everywhere, is like, you need to be able to communicate. Just straight up talk to each other. It sounds simple, but there's so many people out there that are just not listening and have their, going off on their own idea and be like, but we're not even on earth here. Like, <laughs> tell me straight up what's going on. Yeah. So that's a lot of dodging, just horseshit, yeah. straight up. And like, you gotta, like Kyle said, the communication, like if, if it's not clear, if, if you and I had a communication point on something we were going to do and it wasn't clear and both you and I left confused, we're now in our own closed system in our heads, ruminating off our own bias. So we're only going to be self-confirming what we thought happened there. And if two parties that aren't communicating are now self-ruminating on their own bias, right. the message is fucking and gone. the aim's gone. And, and confusion is now lurking everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Anything you guys want to plug before we go? Uh, yeah, we got a new record or an EP, I guess they call it these days, uh, coming out March 18th. As called backseat. It's called backseat. Yeah, it does contain the uh, these smash- stories we're talking about right now. Yeah, and it contains the uh, smash top thirty hit. Let it out, and uh, <laughs> hopefully another smash hit. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on with me today. You as Thanks, well, Mike. Michael, Thanks man. for having us. Thank you so much for listening today. Please subscribe to the Artist Work Ethic Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and please rate and review the show. Follow us on Instagram at the Artist's Work Ethic. And check out theartistsworkethic.com.